Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live, where your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution of the curb breaking news culture, Matic Warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And make no mistake, that's exactly what we are living through nowadays. Guys, we had a very, very, very special show lined up for you guys. We're going to go into the history of all the lies and misrepresentations that the New York Times uh, basically has promoted, has published uh, with their giant platform over, you know, over their hundred year history, they don't really have a good track record, right? Um, you know, I said this and I, and I said it in a very, very strong tweet yesterday, and I'm going to double down on it. I, I have no shame, okay? They're propagandists for the fiat regime. Make no mistake, right? Why are they so hostile towards Bitcoin? They blatantly lie. Right. Um, and we have all the receipts. We're going to go dive deep into all of that today. Not only are they misrepresenting what Bitcoin mining is, but also they're they're misrepresenting what is going down in El Salvador. They're saying El Salvador is somehow a danger to democracy. Meanwhile, in the city of which the New York Times is headquartered, they just indicted the leading political opponent in the United States. I mean, they don't really have a leg to stand on when they say that El Salvador is the danger to democracy. Anyways, without getting too political, you guys know we don't lean red or blue. We lean orange versus green. And I suspect the New York Times is a talking piece for the Green Party. Um, as well as that, we have a very special guest. We have Bobby Shell from Voltage. He has something to talk about today, so we're gonna highlight that as well during the culture segment. Bobby has to run a little bit early, so we're actually gonna do the culture segment first. Uh, Bobby, how you doing this morning? It's a wonderful day, Nico. Appreciate you fudging with the schedule for me, man. All good, man. Happy to have you on the show. And of course, my legendary co-host sends me a selfie of him smiling every single morning. Opti, Optimus Fields, my living truth. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. You know, I love seeing the mining FUD come out from the New York Times and the Bitcoin price start pumping. It's just a, it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. So, hey. Here we are. It's almost like Bitcoin stays winning, boys and girls. No matter what the fiat propagandists do, Bitcoin stays winning. So what a great day. It's just a great day, Nico. Yeah, bro. It's it's almost like Honey Badger. Don't care. Anyways, everybody, it's going to be a great show. Let's get to numbers. Let's do this. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. Bitcoin 2023, you definitely don't want to miss the biggest Bitcoin celebration of the year. It's going to be located in Miami Beach, Florida, May 18th through the 20th, 2023. And of course, we have a very special promo code for you guys. You could use promo code simply to get yourself a discount to Bitcoin 2023. Let's go through some of the speaker lists. We have Michael Lewis, Arthur Hayes, Michael Saylor, Jack Maulers, Alex Gladstein, Preston Pish, Stacey Herbert, Greg Foss, Matt O'Dell, Lynn Alden, Robert Breedlove, Jeff Booth, Mark Moss, Caitlin Long, Nico and Opti are gonna be there as well. We're gonna be holding down, we're gonna be holding it down the analyst desk. I hope to see a lot of you guys in the flesh we can have a beer we can hang out and you can use promo code uh simply to get yourself a discount to bitcoin 2023 at the time of recording the bitcoin price is 30,180 sats per dollar 3,013 block height 784,938 reachable bitcoin nodes 17,096 blocks to having 55,062 having estimate april 20th 2024 total lightning Network capacity 5,424 Bitcoin capacity value 163 million US dollars. My favorite stat out of all this the realized monetary inflation continuing to take fiat currencies to absolute school 1.76% and the market capitalization of Bitcoin 584 billion dollars with a B. Anyways, I have a special clip for you guys and shout out to Alex Stanzik. 
the host of Cafe Bitcoin. And of course, shout out to the best producer in the game, producer Jacob. Anyways, uh, it says mainstream media discussion of central bank digital currencies versus Bitcoin. What was on your uh, what was on your bingo card? Now these these discussions are vital. We have to break out of the Bitcoin echo chamber. We have to get it into the mainstream consciousness. The dangers of central bank digital currencies and the powers of which it would give governments to control their people i mean it's already being rolling out in china right if they don't if the government doesn't like a certain thing that you're doing for example if they don't like that you're buying a gas stove you know a uh, hundred dollars just magically disappears out of your out of your account i mean these are the dangers i'm not exaggerating of central bank digital currencies we say it on this show we're not being hyperbolic it is literally bitcoin or slavery and when we mean slavery, we obviously mean central bank digital currencies. I'm going to pay you this clip and then we'll talk about it. Let's check it out. actually want to get rid of most banks. Now, the, the big ones are too big to fail. But in the end, the ultimate objective is to essentially wipe all of the banks out so that your bank will be the Federal Reserve. Everything will be centralized. And again, this is not really about the money, although, of course, it is. This is about power and control, because the government, such as it is, will have access to all of the information related to every single transaction you make. You buy a stick of gum, the government will know. You buy a new car, the government will know. Oh, you bought the wrong car. You didn't buy an EV. Now you're going to get penalized. So in the end, Sean, this is really a move toward a CCP style social credit system. And they're using this move to a central bank digital currency as the biggest lever to try to get us there. It's important to note that, that uh, other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin is decentralized. This will be centralized within the government. Bitcoin is a is a, uh, a technology for freedom. This is a technology for control. I mentioned this to you before. I brought my I brought my prop. I got a twenty dollar bill. I can use this twenty dollar bill however I choose for for meat, for guns, for even illicit purposes. But when the government controls the dollar, they can control as as the as a. Uh, as we talked about in the report, whether you can buy a firearm, how much gas you can buy, how much electricity you can buy, can you buy meat or do you have to buy bug-based meat? They can control everything that you purchase with a digital dollar and whether you can purchase anything. So ladies and gentlemen, these that conversation did not happen on Simply Bitcoin where we're just a bunch of Bitcoiners and we've been talking about this screaming from the rooftops. This is happening in mainstream legacy media. These conversations are being brought up, not to mention Tucker is hammering this point home. We've we've covered Tim Pool many, many times. They're bringing this People are waking up to the reality of the dangers of central bank digital currencies. And you know you're over the target because of how hell-bent they are on attacking Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is dangerous. It could use for it could be used for tax evasion, but they never talk about the dangers of central bank digital currencies, right? Why are they avoiding that conversation? And most importantly, that the weak point here, the, the indefensible position that they have, which I believe has to be highlighted more, is the fact that Bitcoin is a deflationary currency. It, it is designed to increase in purchasing power over time versus fiat money, which is inflationary in nature. It's designed to lose purchasing power over time. It's a wealth redistribution mechanism that is not being talked about enough. We're talked to, we're, we, we're always hearing about, look, the dangers of CBDCs, how much control that would give governments. This is bad, but it's a discussion about which is a pay, better payment method. What should be really be talked about, what should really be highlighted is the fact that central bank digital currencies do not fix inflation. They will still devalue. They will still, if you're using a central bank digital currency, your purchasing power will decrease over time, not to mention all the controls and surveillance that governments are going to want to have when you use them, right? And you heard it from her. It's not coming from it's not coming from simply, but this is something we've been theorizing over the last couple of months. They want you to have a direct banking relationship with the government. They don't even want you to go through a bank. They want you to bank directly with the government and all and all the power that that is going to give that said government. And if history is a teacher here, right? History has shown 
that when governments get a tremendous amount of power, they use that power in order to to protect their political moat, right? I think the founding fathers of the U.S. understood this very, very well. That's why they set up the divisions of powers. But then this monstrosity was snuck in. I recommend reading the the creature from Jekyll Island in uh, in 1913. And I'm going to use Ron Paul's very, very famous saying, right? It's not a coincidence that the that the century of central banking has also been the cent- the most violent century in human history. We must end the Fed, but I don't think politically that is that is viable whatsoever. We must end the Fed by opting out entirely to a money where they can't debase, they cannot control, and they can't pick and choose what you are entitled to use as an individual, what you're entitled to purchase and what you're not entitled to purchase. I do not want to live in that world. And more importantly, I don't want my family and my future kids to live in that world either. Opti, what are your thoughts on this? And then we'll pass it on to Bobby. Yeah, well, you know, it's very simple. CBDCs is all about power and control. Uh, our money is already digital as far as I'm concerned. And these these ploys and these angling, it's all about control, full stop. I, you can't convince me otherwise. But I think the interesting message here, and it's something that we talk about all the time, Nico, is the fact that the Bitcoin messaging is finally on corporate press. But I think it's important to note that this isn't a partisan issue. And I can already see people framing this in the future like, oh, Fox News is reporting on this. This is conservative Republican. But Bitcoin is the most inclusive money in the world. So it's only a matter of time until every corporate press channel starts talking about Bitcoin. But hey, you know, I think it is very interesting to see Fox News lean into it so quickly. And uh, hopefully we see more channels start talking about Bitcoin because I can see the division happening in real time. And what do we say all the time? We don't want to turn Bitcoin into a partisan issue. It's about everyone. Everyone should be on the Bitcoin standard. Rather, everyone will be on the Bitcoin standard. And we talk about this all the time. You know, Bitcoin is freedom, but only if you take Bitcoin into self-custody using Bitcoin wallets that you have the private keys to. So this is how we escape the fiat matrix that we talk about consistently. But what do I say all the time? We are finally crossing that mainstream Rubicon into public consciousness. And I think this is just further proof that this next bull run is going to be absolute bananas and every single person and their mother will be talking about Bitcoin. And I think it's just the importance of every single one of us putting our hands and our hat into the race and spreading that Bitcoin signal so that people know that we have an option to opt out of this madness. 100%. Bobby, what's your take on this? Well, um, I think the separation of church and state was a good thing. You know, we deserve that freedom and the separation of money and state matters, too. And I'll say one thing. uh, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And we want money that aligns with virtue, principle and morals. You know, let the people have control. Don't put it in the hands of these geriatrics. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, could you could you elaborate a little bit on that? Right. On on what you mean by uh, what you mean by money that has virtue, money that has morals. Like why why would you say something like Bitcoin has that? Yeah. So um, when it comes to like I have a background in real estate and I really love real estate because I like the freedom it gives. But the thing that's happened with money and why debt has become so popular is because we just keep lowering interest rates and the money is controlled by these central planners and we're forced to continually lower rates to create more spending, which is like Jeff Booth says, technology is deflationary. We're trying to force GDP higher when technology is making life easier. It should actually contract because we're becoming more intelligent and wiser and more efficient. But we keep printing money. We keep giving it to people that have quote unquote good credit and have had the system on their side. And it's it's just putting people under pressure and just destroying them and sending the cost of goods up. When we create more money, the cost of the most valuable goods goes up. And, um, you know, we want money. Why we're all here is we want money that's going to give everyone an equal playing field. It by no means means an equal outcome, but it means an equal playing field and a fair chance for every single person to partake on the same playing field. Yeah, 100 percent. And, and, and I think and I think Bitcoin will enable that. Right. Bitcoin is the most equal money the world has ever seen. And as much as they say, you know, one of the narratives is, you know, Bitcoin is is a private money. Well, I don't know. I don't look. 
anyone could make more Bitcoin. You just have to invest in the mining infrastructure. You know, you have to get in line like everybody else and you can create more Bitcoin. Their system is an opaque system. Their system is a system of privilege where there's a bureaucratic elite that get to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. Right. You don't know what's going on behind the closed doors of, you know, the central banking system. I, you know, I run my own node. I could literally the, the Bitcoin, uh, you know, the Bitcoin uh, time chain is transparent for for everybody to see. Right. It's not opaque whatsoever. So, you know, we have to double down on this. We have to highlight their lies and misrepresentations with truth. The truth is on our side, not to mention the fact that we have and we are using the best money the world has ever seen. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the culture and uh, let's talk about Bobby's bit. Let's check it out. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Also, guys, I want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, not ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. And of course, if you have any doubts, questions, concerns, you could send me a private DM on Twitter and I'll be happy to answer them. Opti, what's good, brother? What are we going to talk about today, dude? All right, let's go. So I know Bobby wants to talk about something in specific today. But before we do that, I've been wanting to do a lightning update for our audience. So you do work at Voltage. So I just kind of, you know, I got this tweet here that you retweeted. Brands next 10 years. We need a lightning strategy. And I got one of your personal tweets. And you go, two users of lightning in business. They are Bitcoin focused. And they want to save potentially billions of dollars in costs. The sad part about number two is those potential savings give more freedom to individuals and our nation is willing to explore. So my simple question is for you. Uh, you know, I thought LN was vaporware, bro. Like, what's your thoughts on the growth of the Lightning Network, and what do you see in the future? And then we'll jump into what you wanted to talk about today. Yeah. So everyone's interested in this thing. You know, whenever they hear they can save, uh, you know, percentages, uh, you know, sometimes more than one percent on payments flows and just processing, their ears jump. They want it. They need it. But whenever they realize they have to hold Bitcoin when that's still considered, quote unquote, risky or volatile, they kind of just write the thing off. So obviously, you know, there needs to be the capability and function kind of like Swan and Strike Cab, where you can just move back and forth between dollars and Bitcoin. That's becoming easier. But even if that is possible, um, the problem that needs to be solved is, is there an enterprise solution that enables brands and just companies to integrate Lightning in a full enterprise solution. And that's what Voltage is doing, where you can have your nodes, liquidity, data to improve, and a professional to management to manage it. And one of the biggest challenges that requires a ton of just education and effort is bringing in and hiring someone who understands Lightning. And it can be hard to do that. We make that easy too. So that's the, the big problem I've noticed in the marketplace is there's all these hurdles that must be overcome just in order for people to use Lightning. But what's really fascinating is we're seeing in places like Bitcoin Jungle and Bitcoin Beach, Lightning is working better than Visa for people. Um, and the adoption of Bitcoin is happening everywhere outside of America. You know, we are going to be one of the last to adopt because we do have such a strong currency in a global sense. But there's business uh, advantages and just power that can be utilized by businesses that move first. We're seeing MicroStrategy, you know, start to build a, a game plan for this. Cash App obviously has integrated it. A lot of other companies have, but there need to be more solutions and Voltage is grabbing that by the horns, trying to create and actively has a available enterprise solution for businesses. Now, the tweet you showed of mine was um, one, these Bitcoin first businesses are integrating it immediately, like some of the ones we discussed. But part two, these companies that can save billions of dollars yearly with money transfers, they have to make sure there's SOC 2 compliance, there's um, you know, trusted third parties that they may want to custody with. They may not want a non-custodial solution. 
if there are non-custodial solutions that are effective, that's a whole other, you know, amount of work they have to do. And we're even seeing banks that want to do it the right way. Caitlin Long's bank, they're under attack by the Fed because, you know, while they do want to have, you know, Bitcoin and just crypto options, they even want to hold 8% plus above what the deposits are and they're getting shut down. So all of the innovation in money is under attack. And um, it takes, you know, guys like you and people that are listening to continually share this knowledge and share information of just the power and autonomy that it gives users. Because at the end of the day, like Corey from Swan has shared, and I've seen many others say is we need 10 million Bitcoiners holding their own keys using Bitcoin. You need about 4% of a society to believe and demand something and the world bends to its will. And the best example that I've heard of that analogy in the real world is kosher food. Only about 4% of people are demanding it, but it's actually most food is kosher nowadays. So I think that gives us something tangible that we can reach for. And then on the business side, engineers and innovators, they will continue building the solutions that will give consumers and just businesses those benefits that they need. Absolutely love it. Yeah, we we talk about that all the time. I one of my personal friends, oops, uh, Brandon, kind of kind of reminded me that the American Revolution was was fought by or you know ushered in by three to four percent of the population, and everyone got the benefits of freedom. Anyways, uh, let's get into what you wanted to talk about, and if we have some some more time, then we can get into that. So. You uh, are on this campaign right now of getting one of my favorite pieces. Literally, I showed this article oh, any chance I get. I, I think this is one of the best, absolute best Bitcoin content out there by Michael Goldstein, a.k.a. Bitstein. And is everyone is a scammer. And you're trying to get it on vinyl. And I, I still have a vinyl collection. It's not with me personally right now, but... I have a huge vinyl collection now. Uh, what are you working on, Bobby? And uh, what what is this campaign you're working? You're uh, you're trying to usher out on Twitter. Yeah, so um, you can see here it's everyone's a scammer. Um, I was listening to Guy Swan's pod and just found that this was recorded, and I thought it was super cool. And a vinyl can hold about 20 minutes on one side, so this is an 18 minute recording. And I just thought, you know, information, especially digital information, things that are on the internet that are not physical. Um, they can be suppressed, taken, um, just tried to be controlled. When it comes to vinyl, it's not like an MP3, like it's something you can have forever. And I just thought, let's reach out to Guy Swan and see if he'd be okay with this. And we put together a design and presented it to Bitstein. And he was just like, hey, man, I'm grateful you'd consider this. So we got the blessing from him as well. But there's only been eight backers thus far. So if we do not hit 100 backers, this thing will not be made at all. So we need 92 more backers. You can see there we've got. We are we are at nine. Left. We are at nine. We are at nine. We just got a we just got a backer on the stream. We're at nine. Let's so, get that number up. Let's get that number up. Let's get it to 100. We've got just under 40 days left, and um, I think it's important to have physical things. You know, you want to own the original books. You don't want to own these digital PDFs that Amazon and people are passing out. Um, over time, information will be suppressed. And I thought this is a great piece of information to physically have. And the whole premise is everyone is out to get your Bitcoin. You're seeing Doquan, all these people run these scams to take Bitcoin from people by selling these Ponzi's. Goldstein nailed it in 2014. Everyone is out for your Bitcoins. Everyone's a scammer trying to get it because that is the only hard real money in the world. And by backing this, you don't pay in Bitcoin. You're, you're paying in fiat, but you're creating a one of one piece of Bitcoin history and putting it in vinyl format and you can share it with people as you break, break bread and just, you know, protect the story of just, um, you know, one man's view of Bitcoin, which is, let's be honest, become resoundingly true as time has passed on. So um, any profits that comes from this beyond production, it's going to go straight to Bitcoin core development and lightning development. Um, you know, all the dollars that come in, we're going to showcase exactly who we send it to. But luckily, um, you know, my company Voltage uh, supported me in making this and Guy Swan was about it as well. It's his recording, his voice. And um, someone on his team made all of the, the design on the vinyl, too. So we're just excited for people to hear this and just to get the uh, some of the great thoughts of uh, Michael Goldstein out there, who's just recently started blogging and showing up on podcasts again, which is sweet to see. Yeah, it was uh, Goldstein. And Pierre Rochard, they're they're some of the people that that orange pilled me in in my journey in 2017. But I I have a question. I am a I am a vinyl fan. Is this going to be on colored vinyl? I feel like the vinyl should be orange. 
the vinyl is black, it would have just added a <laughs> bunch of costs and I didn't want to charge people or make them pay extra for these additional production costs. So we kept it low key for the first one. Let's go. Absolutely awesome. Well, uh, what's, uh, what's this website for our audio listeners? If they want to go check this out, where, where should they go look for this? The website is called qrates.com. So Q-R-A-T-E-S.com. And the project is called Everyone is a Scammer. It's essentially a website for people who want to crown, crowdfund their music or um, just project onto vinyl. You know, um, I wanted to use Geyser, who uh, allows you to kind of kickstart with Bitcoin, but they don't have the functionality where they add the complete uh, print and press and design of vinyl. So I had to go with Qrates, but it's qrates.com. Awesome. And uh, just, you know, I've read this article. I don't even know how many times at this point, uh, over over 10 times at least. Uh, so I am guessing, I, I swear that I've heard the guy's Swan recording, but I am blanking right now. Is it have the, um, um, what's, the what's the the background music behind it while he's reading it so people get the full experience? You can hit play on there and hear it. I don't remember if all of the music is on there too, to be honest. <laughs> okay, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to change this up. Uh, I'd have to yeah. put the put the tab in here. So let's see. Let me let me get this going up for you guys, and uh, let's see. Recording of Everyone's a Scammer by Michael Goldstein, presented by I Voltage. I hope it has the background music. Read to you by Guy Swan <laughs> of the Bitcoin Audible podcast. Everyone's a scammer. Okay. Boom. Okay. There's a war going on. I love it. I love it. Okay. I love it. All right. Let me see. The, the flip side should have the music version. Let me see. <laughs> uh, copyright. I don't know. I don't know if that's legal. Could you, <laughs> I think it could, is. Yeah. Could you go down? Let's see if anyone. Guys, stop right now. This is. We have to contribute. We have to. We have to give back. This is what it's all about. You have to get that number up. We're missing 91 people. And yeah, uh, Bobby, thank you so much for coming on today on Simply Bitcoin Live. We appreciate it. This is, uh, you know, this is a hell of a, this is a hell of a, of, of this part of the movement, man. Everything. Look, I say this every time, guys, right? Every tweet, every meme, every video, every effort, it all contributes. Like over time, it moves it, it, it move. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. it moves the pendulum. It moves it a little bit, just a little bit forward. Right. So everything counts. If you guys have, uh, you know, uh, 30 bucks to spare and, uh, want some awesome piece of Bitcoin memorabilia, right. Uh, really, you know, you could, you could put it in your living room and whatnot. Definitely check that out. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us on simply Bitcoin live today. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you on the interwebs? Um, I am on Twitter. It's uh, at iBobbyShell. And if you want to find me on Noster, um, you can catch me at Bobby at VLT.GE. That's my NIP5 and Lightning address. So Awesome. Appreciate uh, you guys. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us, man. Really, really appreciate it. Guys, the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is we can only win this if you are taking your Bitcoin into self-custody. And you definitely don't want to you don't want to lose your generational wealth because you kept your self-custody and you put your Bitcoin seed on paper. You definitely want to put your Bitcoin seed on steel, right? It's not going to go anywhere if you put it on steel. Don't lose your generational wealth because you decided to use paper as a backup. Use the BitPlates, uh, use the BitPlates Domino. It's easy to use, hard to destroy. BitPlates Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup seed words and pad phrases made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel, offering the ultimate protection against extremes of temperature. 10% off all BitPlate products using code SIMPLY. You can visit, uh, you can visit BitPlates.com today and get yourself uh back up back up back up your seat do it do it right now it literally takes you 30 seconds anyways everybody let's get to the news we have a lot to talk about let's check it out the daily news the daily news is brought to you by blockstream jade built by bitcoiners for bitcoiners it's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of bitcoin 
Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. Uh, it's not that uh, you should opt. Should we hold back? Should we hold back? I don't think so, bro. No, not at all. The monetary demons propaganda machine came out in full force. And today we're going to go literally through history. We're going to take you on a journey throughout history and show you guys what the New York Times has been doing for quite a while. I said this. Excuse me, I have a piece of gum in my mouth. I've said this for, I said this yesterday and some very harsh words, but you know what? I stand by it. Um, the reason I stand by it is because we have the receipts, right? So we're going to go, we're, let's, let's start this, right? So first here is Alex Gladstein, right? The new New York Times piece on mining is packed with misinfo, but the most staggering thing is that it doesn't attempt to describe to the reader what Bitcoin actually does worldwide. This is intentional. If you don't understand Bitcoin's value, then of course you think it's a waste of energy. Uh, moving on to the Stefan Levera, uh, the Stefan Levera tweet. Bitcoin will use more fossil fuel energy, and that's a great thing. That's a great thing. New York Times is a trash blog filled with lies and a type of collectivism, communist slant. And we're going to talk about that type of collectivism. I actually want to spend a little bit of time talking about that because the New York Times has had a history of covering that up. Um, I'm going to read you the tweet that I said yesterday. I said the New York Times is an anti-Bitcoin propaganda machine for the fiat regime. And I highlighted two uh, screenshots of the articles that we're going to cover today. The real world costs of the digital race for Bitcoin. What are those real world costs, right? Giving an opportunity to Argentines, to Venezuelans, to people in Turkey, to Nigeria, to actually earn and save in money that doesn't steal from them. They don't have to suffer from inflation. And it also gives them the ability to, um, to transact with the world economy. Is that the real world cost? Of course, they leave all of that out. And here is the screenshot from uh, also on the front page of the New York Times, El Salvador decimated its ruthless gangs, but at what cost? To the point that they literally put this on the front page, bro. Look at this. At price, El Salvador stamps out its gangs. You know, like it, it is, like it's so, so look, getting El Salvador to becoming one of the safest countries in Central America. It's dealt with gangs that have killed tens of thousands of people, extorted people within the country. They would like you to know that there's a price to it. Anyway, so going back to uh, going back to my thread, right? Let's go through a history of some types of reporting that the New York Times have has, has been responsible for. It made my blood boil when I saw this article. So I said, remember when the New York Times originally broke the story that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, which led to the invasion? Remember when the New York Times intentionally covered up the Holodomor, the murder of millions of Ukrainians by Stalin? The New York Times has the blood of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of individuals on their hands. They're not on the side of human freedom and prosperity. They're on the side of tyranny, death, destruction, and despair. I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that statement. I mean it with all my heart. Anyways, so let's dive deep uh, a little bit about some of some of the things that they've covered up. Here is a Fox News article it says the New York Times must come clean about its own dark history reporting on Ukraine. Despite this, one of the world's most influential news sources, the New York Times, has to this day maintained a cover up about its own historic reporting on Ukraine. The key to this cover up is a Pulitzer Prize awarded to the Times for its own campaign of Ukraine related 
disinformation. Most of us have heard about the infamy of Walter Duranti, the New York Times Russia correspondent, went rogue by denying the existence of a of a man-made, I might add, devastating famine in Ukraine between 1932 and 1933. Duranti, famous for his for his quip about the Russian Revolution that, quote, you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs, went so far as to deny the reporting of other reporters who knew that there was a famine. One of those reporters was the brave Gareth Jones. By the way, they made a movie about this. I highly recommend watching it. It's called Mr. Jones, who was likely executed by the KGB for his truth-telling, right? Seems like truth is... Uh, you can't find a lot of truth these days, can you? Uh, Duranti, for his part, was awarded his Pulitzer for his, quote, dispassionate interpretive reporting of the news from Russia. The reality is that the famine that rampaged through Ukraine in the early 1930s was a campaign of genocide uh, perpetuated by Stalin against land-owning peasants that would eventually kill an estimated 5 to 7 million people. And the New York Times was reported a Pulitzer Prize for denying that that ever happened. But just as importantly, far from being a rogue or somnolent reporter, as the New York Times publisher and patriarch would later allege, Duranti was a brilliant journalist who had firsthand knowledge of the crime Stalin's Russia was perpetrating against Ukrainian citizens. Why would Duranti lie? The answer is as simple as it is damning. He was instructed by his bosses at the New York Times to do just that. Sounds very similar, doesn't it? Let's take a look at that that headline once again uh, that Naim Bukele was kind enough to, to, to post, right? At a price, El Salvador stamps out its gangs. So are they like four more El Salvadorians being terrorized? Seems like nothing really has changed in the times. Anyways, uh, goes on to say, as, as, as I show in my book on the times, quote, the gray lady winked on a trip to, to the U.S. And, uh, embassy in Berlin in the spring of 1931, Durante made a confession to a State Department officer so stunning that officer wrote it down verbatim and entered into the U.S. government record, quote, in agreement with the New York Times and the Soviet authorities, official dispatches, dispatches always reflected the official opinion of the Soviet government government and not his own and he okay fine i know what you guys are saying but nico that was so long ago maybe things have changed well that's not the case at all do you guys remember weapons of mass destruction which led to the invasion of iraq led to the the destabilization of iraq which led to isis do you guys remember that as well uh, I want to introduce you to Judith Miller, which was also a reporter for the New York Times. Judith Miller is an American journalist and commentator known for her coverage of Iraq's weapons of mass destruction program, both before and after the 2003 invasion, which was later discovered to have been based on inaccurate information from the intelligence uh, community. So it looks like the New York Times really isn't a journalistic uh, institution. It seems like it's a talking piece at the time for the Soviet government and in 2008 for the intelligence community in the United States. Anyways, so these are the people that are bashing Bitcoin. It seems to me that the New York Times is on the side of the party of green. Anyways, uh, so let's take out this article. And this is the one, this is the, this is the hit piece that they, you know, uh, originally released. The real cost of, of the digital race for Bitcoin. It goes on to say Bitcoin mines cash on electricity by devouring it, selling it, even turning it off. And they cause immense pollution. In many cases, the public pays a price. I want to highlight this, this part right here where it says they cause immense pollution. Well, you know, our friends over at Riot uh, released, a, released a video and uh, let's check. Let's, 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 you know, they, they like to fact check us. Let's fact check them for once. Let's check this out. We're here out in Rockdale, Texas. Uh, we've got lots of plants here. These plants are consuming CO2 and emitting oxygen, which is fantastic. When we measure CO2 out here, we're in the green. Uh, there are very low levels of CO2 
455 parts per million of CO2. Just fantastic reading. Uh, Rockdale has some of the freshest air I've ever breathed. So uh, this is a great way to establish a baseline. Um, let, we're going to go inside the mining facility and we're going to see how much is this number going to go up. Uh, if the number does not go up, then the mining rigs are not emitting any CO2. If the number goes down, that would be interesting as well. So let's find out. This is where the science happens. This is the largest Bitcoin mining facility in the United States. Outside, we were at 455 parts per million of CO2. Inside, we're at 428 parts per million of CO2. So CO2 levels actually decrease a little bit by entering this Bitcoin mining facility. That might just be a measurement error. Um, but in any case, uh, so far our going thesis is that Bitcoin mining does not emit any CO2 at all. But let's go to an air-cooled building and see if that's the case there as well. We're on the air intake side of this air-cooled mining facility. Uh, we're still out here in Rockdale at Riot's world-leading mining facility. Um, we're at 452 CO2 parts per million. Still in the green. This is good. This is good. We're going to see in the hot aisle where the exhaust is coming out of, how much CO2 is coming out of the Bitcoin mining rigs. Let's find out. All right, we're gonna put the meter just right behind a fan so that we're blowing all of the air onto the meter. And we're gonna see uh, what, what it's gonna change here in terms of measurements. We're still at 452 parts per million. This result makes me think that there might not be any CO2 coming out of the Bitcoin mining rig. I think the science is conclusive. The data shows Bitcoin mining does not emit any CO2. So they lied. They lied again. They lied just how they lied about Iraq. They lied just about the Holocaust that was committed in Ukraine. They lied again. These people are liars. They're not concerned about the truth. They're concerned about the narrative. That's what it's about. It's not about the truth. It's about the narrative. And I'm going to read you a piece from Don't Drink the Elite's Kool-Aid, which is a piece that Naim Bukele wrote for our friends over at Bitcoin Magazine. It goes on to say, the most vocal detractors, the ones who are afraid and pressuring us to reverse our decision are the world's powerful elites and the people who work for or benefit them. They used to own everything in the way they still do. The media, the banks, the NGOs, the international organizations, and almost all the governments and corporations in the world. And with that, with that of course, they also own the armies, the loans, the money supply, the credit ratings, the narrative, the propaganda, <clears throat> New York Times, the factories, the food supply. They control international trade and international law, but their most important, their most powerful weapon is the control of the truth. And they're willing to fight, lie, smear, destroy, censor, confiscate, print, and do whatever it takes to maintain and increase their control over the truth and everything and everyone. So if it means covering up hundreds of thousands of deaths, if it means lying, even though for the first time in a very long time, this small Central American country is seeing hope, peace, and prosperity. If it means lying about the economic benefits that Bitcoin mining is bringing to Texas, the New York Times is more than willing to do just that. They're liars. They've always have been. They've had a history of doing that for over a hundred years. They're fiat propagandist. 
And unfortunately for them, the internet has disintermediated information. So it allows us, the average, everyday person, to talk to you directly without going through these intermediaries of information, these gatekeepers of information. And unfortunately for them, that really sucks. Because just like they think they could fact check us, we can fact check them in real time and we can expose their lies, their spin, and their misrepresentations. They edited that picture to make it seem like that part of Texas was hazy. That part of Texas is only hazy seven days out of the year. How does that, how does that compare to Manhattan? It's not about the truth for them. Naim Bukele said it. It's about controlling the narrative because if they control the narrative, they control you. And that's what it's about. That's what it's always been about. But unfortunately for them, the internet is here. Bitcoin is here. Simply Bitcoin is here. And all the amazing other Bitcoin content creators and all the other independent content creators too that actually really care about the truth. And I think that the New York Times believes that they will stop Bitcoin. But in reality, Bitcoin will end the New York Times. Opti, what's your take on this, brother? Whew, well, hold on. I think I think you deserve some of these. Miko, with this kind of uh, with these kinds of takedowns, <laughs> it's only a matter of time until we get taken down ourselves on YouTube. But shouts out to you for for just thoroughly devouring the New York Times and, and bringing all the receipts. But I'm, I'm first and foremost, we know this at Simply Bitcoin that all the corporate press are propaganda machines for the fiat cartels. And so, you know, we come, we, we literally do this almost every single day where we counter their BS and we bring you the receipts and we bring you the facts because that's all we can really do. But I'm, I'm really leaning into the idea, like I'm tired of justifying Bitcoin's energy use because it's becoming very obvious that this isn't about the facts anymore uh, because we have the facts to disprove all of these fudding Bitcoin mining FUD articles. We've been doing this, not just us, but everyone here for a long time in the Bitcoin space. And, um, you know, it's just becoming very, very obvious that all these are emotional ploys, emotional, you know, tirades to try to gaslight the average individual to not escape the fiat matrix. And, you know, I, I just I think it's bad framing for us Bitcoiners to try to justify our energy use. It's really more I'm kind of leaning into like, who's going to stop us a blog like that's not going to stop the 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 real economic incentives of Bitcoin mining. And furthermore, the real improvements that Bitcoin mining will allow for the energy grid and for planet Earth. So in my opinion, these people are just psychopaths. They are bought and paid for. And they do not want to see you guys, uh, the average citizen, prosper. They do not want to see the average citizen globally prosper because Bitcoin literally allows us to do this. Bitcoin is freedom. Bitcoin allows for the average person to save, to, to improve their lot in life. And these people want to maintain their control over you. And they will literally do whatever they can to lie to your face, to try to convince you otherwise so that you stay in the fiat matrix. Like Bitcoin's energy connects us to reality. And these prop, uh, these publications are completely detached from reality as we can can bring the receipts every single day. It's not about the facts. It's about an emotional ploy to get people to fall into this emotional fervor to fight Bitcoin, to fight Bitcoin mining, even though Bitcoin will improve their lives. And I'm convinced that people want to live a better life and they just don't know that Bitcoin will allow that for them. So what? A blog by the name of New York Times is going to stop Bitcoin mining? I don't think so. Like, this is further proof that if you have cheap electricity out there, think about running an ASIC. You know, continue to run the nodes, continue to save in Bitcoin, continue to take Bitcoin into self custody. Because what's Nico always say? What do you always say? We are above the target when you get these kind of FUD articles. It's obviously they are panicking, they are understanding that in real time they have lost control. And it is because of the internet. It is because of social media. It is because of platforms like Noster. It is because we have decentralized freedom tools like Bitcoin. They can no longer lie to us. They can no longer maintain the monopoly on truth. 
And this is why we show up every single day because, again, it's not about the facts anymore. It's literally about just corralling you and making you a slave for the rest of literally humanity. What do we always say? It's Bitcoin or slavery. You can't convince me otherwise. So uh, in my opinion, these people at the New York Times are literally enemies of humanity, like convince me otherwise. The more that they fight Bitcoin, the more anyone fights Bitcoin, the more I know that they are soulless and they do not want to see humanity prosper. They are anti-human. And, you know, this is just for the proof that corporate press is incredibly bad at journalism like they're not they're not it's not journalism obviously i was gonna say we're more more journal like just like dude no journalistic background no whatever (laughs) just a camera and a microphone we do more journalism than they do they're that's propaganda that's spin dude that's not journalism that's propaganda and they've they've have a history of doing this a hundred years, bro. A hundred years of covering up the first time in the case of covering up the the famine in Ukraine, covering up for the you know for the Soviet Union in the case of two thousand eight, covering up for the intelligence agencies. What, what's it now? Covering up for the banks, I'm sure. Anyways, uh, before we wait, wait, hold uh, on. Before we go on, hold on. First, shout out to Rory Highside for exposing the cover photo uh, on Twitter and and proving that the N- uh, New York Times used a. We head- should we yeah. should put that up in the meme review. Okay, I'll have to find it. Uh, that they used a haze filter to make it look more hazy. Also, shouts out to Pierre Rochard for showing uh, <laughs> that ASICs do not emit CO2. And also, um, Riot Platform did a full press release debunking the New York Times article as well. Uh, but because we know, man, we brought the receipts here all the time on the show. Bitcoin is the cleanest industry, period. But I'm really tired of having to justify our energy use because Bitcoiners and Bitcoin miners are voluntarily buying electricity and who are these people who are these central planners that tell us what we can do with the energy that we have bought electricity use energy use is good and society should use more energy because this is how we prosper so they can continue to gaslight they can continue to propagate their propaganda but it will not stop the real economic incentives of bitcoin mining and the superiority of the bitcoin network uh compared to the financial system so you know shouts out to everyone that's running the Bitcoin software shouts out to all the Bitcoin miners out there. Take your Bitcoin into self custody. This is how we win. And, um, amen. Amen. I'll, I'll pull, that. I'll pull up the picture in, in the meme review. Awesome. All right, guys. But before, before we get to the meme review, I want to tell you guys about, uh, micro strategy world 2023. It is coming up guys. Look, this is a, this is a fight on all fronts, right? This is a fight on the, individual front individuals have to take bitcoin into self custody but also some of the largest you know la- largest most powerful institutions in the world are companies right you want companies to opt out of using fiat and you want companies to start using an alternative to start using an alternative to fiat obviously michael saylor is the figurehead of that but if you're a company and you're confused you have doubt you don't know how to incorporate bitcoin into your business strategy or into your treasury or you know incorporate lightning potentially i definitely recommend going to micro strategy world 2023 and they have a specific segment on may 3rd and may 4th bitcoin and lightning for corporations you have michael saylor you have jack maulers um you have uh yan pritzker cto of uh cto of of swan bitcoin he's going to be there as well and a lot of other well-known bitcoiners you have jeff booth preston pish and many many more we have a promo code for you guys you guys could use promo code simply to get yourself a discount to this also there's a party as well they're going to be renting all out they're going to be renting universal studios florida completely booked for all the uh, attendees may 2nd so you're going to be able to go to the theme parks as well don't miss bitcoin and lightning for corporations at at microstrategy world 2023 promo code simply anyways everybody no more delay let's get to the meme review let's do this the daily meme review 
Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom. <laughs> All right, this is Meme Review, your favorite portion of the show. Tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery, and as we covered today, we are obviously in an information war right now. And so it's important for you guys to not only ridicule the corporate press, uh, you know, as Bitcoiners love to do, attacking people on Twitter and getting the information out there, but also get the humor out there. Spread the message, get the calls of action, because people still don't know that Bitcoin is the solution. Anyways, this first meme, like Nico kind of pointed out, I'm, I'm bringing you the receipts on this picture. So Level 39 on Twitter did an absolute awesome takedown on this picture. So you can see right here for the audio listeners, we have the New York Times article that we just covered, the real world cost of the digital race for Bitcoin. And you can see the picture. It looks pretty hazy. It looks a little smoggy. It looks, you know, it looks really bad. And then uh, Level 39 did, a, did an awesome takedown thread, a full thread. But uh, the actual photographer responded, apparently his name's Jordan Vondi or Vonderhaar, and uh, he says, nothing about the footage was doctored. It's humid most mornings in Texas, and when the sun rises, you get low-level haze. This is very common. And then Rory Highside, shouts out to Rory, absolute, one of my favorite Bitcoiners, incredibly smart. He's, he's got great articles out there. Uh, he's also a savage Bitcoiner on Twitter, and he just completely took him down. He goes, either you're a completely clueless hack or you extended the bounds of your black point to wash the image out. See how these zero color information, not just a low amount below 80, this is altered. And he's got he's got, uh, you know, the receipts here. So uh, obviously this is above my understanding of what's going on. But Rory knows how to edit videos. Rory is they lie. There's something this, about this look, right here. You, you have to understand, guys, what the Internet is doing. They're used to operating in a place where the common average everyday person does not have the ability to call out their BS. Social media has given the people the ability to call them out in real time. So they don't have the ability to control the narrative they once had. And this is why we emphasize so much, take agency, take agency, get involved. If you're on Twitter like that, that counts. That counts. If you like making memes, that counts. In the case of Rory, obviously he has experience making video or he has experience with photography and whatnot. Together, we will win. We have to fight together. We have truth on our side. This is what we mean about taking agency, taking action, action, action. They don't have a shot because they had a monopoly on information and that monopoly of information was shattered by the internet. It was disintermediated and now they're fighting. They're trying to fight for that. They've already lost that fight. But the next fight is the disintermediation of money and that's where the power comes from. The power comes from being able to control the money flows, being able to control money. If you control money, you control people, you control human beings. Right. So this is what we're living through. The sovereign individual theorized this. They predicted this back in the 90s when they wrote the book. This is what we're living through. Make no mistake. Let's go. OK, so the receipts here for the audio listeners. Uh, this is Russell Ruckin looking at the picture that Rory put up on the Twitter. And he goes, for non-experts, the part I've highlighted from Rory's screenshot should never be flat. Even if you took a picture of a zebra playing chess on an overcast day, it would not look like this. And Rory responds, that's right. It should never be completely crushed. This is a very purposeful selection of color profile. So completely debunked on Twitter. Anyways, let's get back to the memes, guys. Uh, a little lighthearted end of the show. Got, got, we got some epic Nico Jones rants on today's show. Anyways, we got not grubbles on Twitter. And uh, I don't know, when I saw this one, I literally like heard them saying this. <laughs> I don't know. I heard the, the audio play in my head. And we got a bunch of Bitcoiners uh, doing what looks like a very epic dance. And it goes, didn't read, never selling. And I could only imagine that this is uh, a dunk on the New York Times articles because Bitcoiners didn't read and we're never selling that Bitcoin because no amount of FUD is going to make us sell our Bitcoin when we know Bitcoin is the superior way to store your value. Anyways, this next one, uh, shouts out to Alex from Ca Cafe Bitcoin. Nico, <laughs> this one's pretty funny. Uh, this is just the Bitcoin meme or the Bitcoin, uh, Matrix meme, but I really like uh, his, his tweet on top. He goes, we need to switch from defending Bitcoin mining energy use and start 
quote unquote counter punching their stupid alternatives, plus explaining to people how lizards wanting to shame you for using energy slash having you live in a pod slash eating bugs is bullshit. Otherwise, we are doing exactly what they want. And we got Cypher from the Matrix goes, you get used to it. I don't even see the news anymore. All I see is false flags, psyops, lies and bullshit. Uh, completely agree, Alex. Shouts out to you. This next one is by at RD underscore BTC. And he goes, this is all I have to say to those shorting Bitcoin right now. And we got a Rambo shooting Leotas with the Leonardo da Vinci or Leonardo DiCaprio smiling meme on top with laser eyes. Shouts out to all the Bitcoin stackers. It's almost like we are vindicated as Bitcoin pumps through 30K as New York Times tries to FUD Bitcoin. Anyways, this next meme is by Princey SOV on Twitter, a.k.a. Daniel Prince. And uh, I don't know if you're still in the chat, but we got your meme, bro. And he goes, you ready, Bitcoin maxis? The struggle is going to be real. Mentally prepare. And again, we got the classic superhero red button meme here. And we got on the left side, stay humble. Or on the right side, fuck that shit. Don't stay humble and tell people we are right. And we got the superheroes sweating. Absolutely love it. This next one. Oh, my uh, my memes need to load up. Shouts out to CJ. He continuously is putting out signal on his Twitter. He is putting his hat in the ring and, and continuously dropping hot signal. And again, uh, this one might be a little hopium filled, but... This is the Bitcoin network working as it should. Anyways, CJ goes, PSA, in the year 2136, after the 32nd Bitcoin halving, the block subsidy will be one Satoshi, one one hundred millionth of a BTC. The floor value of one Satoshi will be equal to the cost structure of the entire network over a 10-minute uh, period. Buy Bitcoin for the kids. If this doesn't what get you year, stupidly what bullish, is that? What year is 2136. That? Holy and shit. here we got the Bitcoin, uh, yeah, you know, monetary policy, Bitcoin subsidy, one Satoshi on the 32nd Bitcoin having. Woo. If that is not going to be, if one sat, it's not going to be generational. Whoop, whoop, well, I don't know whoop, what whoop, is. Whoop, Anyways. Whoop, all right. This next whoop, meme, <laughs> this next meme, shouts out to my boy, Nick can't mind. Uh, one of the Bitcoin Twitter algo destroyers out there. And he goes, if you know, you know, Nick is you know, a fucking you know. wizard, bro. Exactly. He, he did zoomer with the algos. Anyways, uh, hashtag Bitcoin pumping past 29 K after the coordinated attack by the white house and New York times hit piece on mining and we got uh, Ash from Pokemon with the. Tears. You know, you know, you know, you know, what it reminds me of like, like you know, the thing. Obviously, Bitcoin didn't read. Never selling. Yeah, exactly. Coming back here. Obviously, Bitcoin didn't read. Never selling. Okay, and this last meme. Uh, Shouts out to Rave Elevator, and, and he's making fun of me yesterday, Nico. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what movie this is, but anyways, he goes, who put that in the meme review? You know Opti will read anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, getting ragged, getting ragged. Anyway, shouts out to all you guys. All right, drop your meme review score in the chat as we cover hours live. All right, Nico, uh, this one might be symbolic. It might just be a meme review score. It is a pawn chess piece. Because Bitcoiners are no longer the pawn in the game of the fiat cartel, fiat matrix. Escape that. fiat matrix. I love that. I love that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give it this orange calculator. Ooh, wait, is that just a calculator? Uh, <laughs> you'll never know. You'll hey. never know. Okay. You'll never know. All right. Drop your meme review score in the chat, guys, as we cover it live. Yep. Uh, but before we do that, guys, I want to tell you about our amazing clothing sponsor. Represent LTD.com. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. It's stylish. It's comfy. I'm wearing the Simply Bitcoin merch. Opti's wearing the Bitcoin hat. By the way, more Simply Bitcoin merch dropping soon. I spoke to David. Our boys over at Represent are gonna we're gonna drop another drop soon, and of course we 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 ladies we got you we got you we heard your message we're gonna take care of that as well so stay tuned. 
we'll, we'll let you guys know. But in the meantime, check out all their other stuff. It's freaking awesome. Like their drop, they, they don't only only make clothing. Like they have like, did you see that wooden board? Like it's so freaking cool. You guys, check out. The duffel bags are lit too. Yeah, the duffel bags. <laughs> check out representltd.com. You can use promo code simply-bitcoin. Get yourself. Wait, wait, Nico, before we go on to the main review, discount. I just, yeah. I, I want to uh, give a shout out to everyone that did buy the Simply Bitcoin merch and it sold out so quickly. I don't know about you, but that that's just humbling and honoring that that we could you know support represent like that and that you guys want to support and rock that simply bitcoin merch uh it just it's really awesome bro like yeah. uh, and all you guys out there really appreciate it that that's super cool anyways let's get to these memes it totally totally means the world to us but first sats wise janks i give the memes three burr elizabeth warren and peter shift and Jerome Powell. And Jerome I, Powell. I don't know. I don't know what that one means. P-Man, P-Man Vam. I give the memes a stack of New York Times papers in my bathroom, and you know exactly what I'll use them for. <laughs> Very nice. Elaine. Day of score. Day of celebration when New York Times closes its doors and truth reigns supreme. And you know what? We will take over the New York Times and make it a museum to remind everyone so they never forget the tyranny and lies going out of that institution. Wait, what did you say yesterday on Twitter? Uh, Bitcoin, New York Times tries to kill Bitcoin. It's Bitcoin that will kill the New York Times or yeah, whatever your tweet yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, McLovin, I give the memes the cheapest sats we'll probably ever see. Very nice, very nice. The B-Trees, I'll give a big apple and a watch. Very nice, very nice. Hammersaw, I give the memes a dump truck full of orange pills. The show is bomb as hell since Elon ruined Twitter. <laughs> Let's go. All right, here, I'll read this one, Nico, because uh, he corrected. He says, Justin Orkney, I give it a doctored hazy photo getting called out for scammery. Okay, and one more score from Rand Moore. Give the memes one Chrissy dog collar slash leash. And did Chrissy ever make you wear dog collar, Opti? Hey, 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 that's between me and my ex-bay. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We really appreciate it. I'm your host, Nico. Shout out to my awesome co-host, Opti, who's holding it down. We love all you guys. This show would not be possible without all of your guys' support. Shout out to our awesome partners who keep us on the air as well. And guys, if you do want to show us more support, you could subscribe to us on Stubstack. All the stuff that we do is free. But if you want to go above and beyond, you could subscribe over there. All you got to go to is go to go, <coughs> excuse me, go to www.simplybitcoin.news. You could subscribe there. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. But the number one do, number one thing you could do to help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share this content. In fact, share all Bitcoin content don't be exclusive. Obviously, don't share shitcoin content. Share Bitcoin content. That's how we get the orange the orange message out there. It's not red versus blue. It's green versus orange. We love you all. By the way, there's an after party. Opti and uh, the best producer in the game, producer Jacob, are going to be holding it down till 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our friends over at swan.com. Best place to build your Bitcoin stack. Love you all. See you guys tomorrow, 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply Bitcoin Live.